Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Depending on where you are listening to us, this is We Radio Online Studio. It's another beautiful Sunday. I'm your talk show host today, Dr. Winton. And on today's Teenage Affairs, we have a special anchor and a counselor to talk to us, parents, guardians, and teenagers about bullying in schools. Right, let me just uh, dial into our uh, special um, uh, anchor for this program the host and also a co-host and they will be talking to good afternoon sir you are welcome to we radio line is that that's wise thank you you are welcome to you're welcome to we radio line studio Uh, just before we say anything just hold on there let's just uh listen to something about billy from the past so everybody knows that it has been in the beginning, it's still now, and it will always be, unless you do something about it. Exactly what our children are facing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, Mr. Betsurais and also Mr. Umu Shegun Olabi, who is also a counselor. And these are professional tutors in um, colleges who have actually gone through training children and seen what bullying is like in school. Can I welcome our special speaker and the guests to Wear Adonai Studio. Welcome, sir. Hello, listeners out there. Good afternoon to you and you. Yes, even you, the one listening to me right about now. My name is Bethel Lobelor. My friends call me Betty Wise. And this is saying welcome to the maiden edition of the program, Teenage Affairs, coming to you from the stables of your number one online radio, We Radio Online Studio. Today on Teenage Affairs, our discussion would focus on bullying in our schools and community. To this end, it is my singular honor and privilege to introduce on the program Mr. Wolabi Oluwashago. Mr. Wolabi, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Now, I understand, Mr. Alua Shagun, that you're the head teacher of Lee Board Academy here in Ilori, and you also double 
as a professional guidance counselor in the field of education. Once again, I say welcome to this program, Oluwa Shekels. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Now, the truth is, the teenage years can be tumultuous and full of hormones and emotions. It also comes with lots of euphoria and excitement. But along with these exciting times comes lots and lots of pains and heartache. And in the long run, this can disrupt family dynamics, parental choices, and even impact the academic prospects of students and teenagers negatively. And this is why it's imperative that we talk about bullying in our schools and community. But what is bullying? I think that bullying has to do with one or more perpetrators who have greater physical strength or more social power than their victim and who repeatedly act aggressively toward their victim. What's your take on Rashadu? Yeah, that's correct. And I will quickly want to add that bullying is the use of force or coercion. And sometimes it's not just the use of force, it's also the use of hurtful teaching to threaten or abuse a person to dominate them and also to intimidate them. Hmm. And we should also know that, just as you said, it is a persistent act that is intended to make life unpleasant for another person. Wow. You know, when you intimidate an, an, uh, a person or a weaker person to do something, that's what we refer to as bullying. Mm. Thank you, that's an insightful one. Can you please contrast physical bullying from cyberbullying? Uh, and just how do these two types of bullying negatively affect the educational performance of learners? You know, physical bullying has to do with the use of strength, power, you know, physical attributes to hurt or intimidate the person. Now, when you talk about bullying, you are talking about what takes place on the internet. And whatever takes place on the internet majorly has to do with the use of words. So that's the major difference. One has to do with the use of words, the other has to do with the use of physical strength in intimidating or hurting someone. Thank you very much for shedding light on that. But I also know that there are other types of bullying besides physical bullying, and cyber bullying. Yeah. Please, what other types of bullying should students be wary of? All right. Yeah, there's this first type of bullying I will talk about is related, so I'll put them together. I'll call it collective bullying or you call it mobbing. Now, this is a type of bullying where more than one person is taking out the action of bullying. Now, when you ask someone who wants to or who intends to bully another person, and as other people who are ready to support mm. him or her to take out that act, then you call it collective bullying or mobbing. Now, apart from that, you also have relational bullying. Now, this relational bullying is sometimes referred to as social aggression, and it is when you use your relationship with others to hurt them. So that is what we, we refer to as relational bullying here. And sometimes it, it might be something that of a person or social standing. So apart from that, we also have physical bullying, just like you said, which involves the use of physical strength, power to dominate or hurt someone. And also, uh, we have verbal bullying. 
The verbal bullying has to do with the use of words, you know, speaking, voice, or any form of body language and does not involve physical contact. That's very important. Verbal bullying does not involve physical contact. It's, it can be the use of derogative statements, names, or spreading rumors or lies about someone, or it can be a verbal trend. So these are other forms of bullying. Thank you very much, Olua Shadow, for uh, shedding more light on that. These are very serious issues. Now, like I mentioned earlier, bullying stems from a sort of power imbalance. What do I mean by power imbalance? A bully power over other students because of factors such as size, when somebody is bigger than another person, he wants to use his size to intimidate another person. It can come from factors such as gender, you know, uh, a boy bullying a girl, right? And sometimes a, a bigger girl bullying a smaller boy. It can also come from factors such as age, or standing among peers and possibly assistance by other students. Because uh, sadly, I know that there are more bullies among boys than girls. Can you yeah, talk just a little bit more on power imbalance? Yeah, when you talk about power imbalance, you know, it has to do with someone's use of power, such as physical strength or popularity to control and others. That's what we mean by power imbalance. And when you look at bullying and bullies generally, they have a way of selecting their victims, which, like you said, can be as a result of sex, it can be as a result of age, physical yes. appearance, sometimes it's as a result of disabilities, your race, your religion, you know, abilities, it can be as from weight or height, anything that creates a difference between one child and other. And at other times, it can, you know, it might be as a result of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So. That's what we mean by power imbalance, the use of physical strength or popularity to control and others. Thank you very much. Um, among boys, bully tends to involve differences in strength, but among girls, I, I have come to understand that bullying tilts more towards physical appearance. For instance, people hear uh, girls in a group telling another girl that have probably come around that group, get out of here, get out of here, look at your small breast. You know, things like that. You could hear things like, uh, take your ugly face away from here. You can't fit among our peers, you can't fit among our groups. You know, so girls tend to use physical appearance to bully their fellow girls, whereas boys tend to use physical strength most of the time. Unfortunately, some bullies even target peers with physical impairments, such as those with speech impediments. Have you seen a stammerer in school before? Yeah, definitely. And you know, normally it makes it difficult for them to communicate naturally. And sometimes some other pupils in the class find it funny. Now it's the responsibility of the teacher to make them understand that it's a natural thing sometimes for a person to stutter or stammer and make them stop making jest of the person. So immediately it is noted once it is stopped, then it makes it easier for such a person to blend in into the class and whatever mm -hmm. social environment or anything else. 
quite unfortunately, many students with one physical impediment or the other end up experiencing some degree of bullying, harassment, or ridicule from peers. And to my dismay, even teachers too tend to be bullies. Yeah, um, for teachers sometimes it comes as a result of frustration. Maybe they've been trying to teach a particular topic and the children or a particular student is finding it difficult to understand. Sometimes it stems from the frustration on the part of the teacher and sometimes it is as a result of the teacher and the, and the environment the teacher stays or how the teacher was brought up. Some teachers, it's very easy for them to use derogative statements on children. So we, as school administrators and as a school in general, it's our responsibility to ensure that teachers also use positive words in classroom. This positive word gives the children, you know, some kind of confidence that yes, they can do this, they can understand, and it makes it look easier and they feel more relaxed in that environment to learn. So it's very important for teachers generally to know that the use of these derogative statements are not good for our focus and can also ruin their self-esteem. Thank you very much. Uh, at this point, I would like us to open the studio lines for our listeners at home to join in the conversation. The number to call is 70 the number again, 070-4438-9317. You can also call us on 080-5040-1906. Once again, 080-5040-1906. Now, while we're waiting for calls, I'm going to return to you in a short while, Councillor. But for now, I would like us to listen to an interview that narrates the experience of a former victim of school bullying and what advice she's got for students who are currently experiencing bullying in their schools. My name is Christiana, and I attended the Imperial and Trinity College, Sabuki, in Kuala State. Um, a victim of bullying. I was bullied for so many reasons. One, I was small, people look at me as a small girl that is talking. Many of them are bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And the first instance was when I went, I, I, I don't know if I told somebody in my class. For me, I feel like I told female child, nothing was involved. I, mean, I wasn't scared of what I said, but I never knew the person to confess of what I said. For me, I was even really young. I was like, the judge can't go for me. I went corner like that. Hmm. That was one. Another one you know, I went to school in the morning, you for somebody to get me good money with her the lunch. And I went to work with her, so I said one thing, when I called her and uh, she felt sick, she couldn't go to school. And I had days in, so I don't know that because I was small, anything I say, 
anything I said, just slap me, start beating me. If I don't know the language, they don't be true. If there's something that they don't do to me, they just come and attack me. Thing language is not a good thing. The worst experience of my life growing up. Just having basic conscious. And when I'm doing it back, there is an advice I would like to give students out there that are doing bullying. And me, when I was bullied, I never said anything, I never thought, I never reported. I was just taking the pain and telling myself, so you, that even my parents did not even know that I was bullied in school. Yeah, so it's advisable that when you are being bullied in school, you speak up, you talk. You tell me two persons. It can even be your teacher self in school. Just point at somebody that needs to come to you and bring you all of the subject so that the person will punish for it if you cannot fight for yourself. So I never mention this to anybody, even my teachers, my parents, and it won't come and on until I graduate. Maxine, 
listening in from Southern Kaduna. Okay. Thank you very much for that contribution, Councillor. Another dimension to this has been mentioned, religious bullying. Can you, can you please come in? Yeah, religious bullying, we should generally know that religious bullying occurs when a religious or a person from a religion chooses to intentionally or unintentionally degrade another person emotionally just because of a specific belief that the person has. Sometimes, for example, it can be as a, a refusal to, to eat at a particular restaurant because the person belongs to a particular um, religion. And you know, sometimes it's because, it, sometimes it comes as a result of you not wanting to give a job opportunity to someone because of his or her faith. And you know, these are things that we have to make known. People have to identify it so it is stopped. There is nothing bad in believing in something. We all should be able to live in a society where we accept our beliefs, even when we don't uh, totally agree with all the beliefs, but at least we should be able to coexist peacefully. Thank you very much. So this, this cuts across not just the social divide, but even the religious uh, sector find bullies in every spectrum of the society and we are using this medium to appeal to those who are perpetrators of uh, this uh, socially unacceptable behavior to desist from it. Uh, it it's about time we take a short musical break now this one is coming from the stables of Morgan Frazier and she calls the title of this song Hey Bully don't go nowhere. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Skinny. You say I'm not cool. You say I'm not pretty. Then you spread it all around. You push it all around for the whole world to see. Some of 
Another question. Another question. Do we have a caller? Yes. This is Gloria listening in from Tuvi in Freetown, Liberia. My experience was with a senior girl in my secondary school whom my parents thought would be looking after me. She bullied me all through the secondary school days in Blue in Freetown. Wow. Wow. Terrible. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a bad one. Gloria, we really uh, are sorry for what you've had to experience. This must have been traumatizing. And this is why we have programs like this to educate the populace on the need to avoid this terrible social behavior. I believe, I believe that uh, everyone is listening right about now and corrective measures will be put in place to ensure that we, we are able to maximally curb the problem of bullying our society. Thank you very much for your contribution, Gloria. All the way from Freetown in Liberia. We appreciate that. Quickly, Allah Shadow. Yeah, the warning signs. Number one, parents should take note. The child's eating habit changes when the child gets to become a victim of bullying. The first warning sign is the change in the child's eating habit. When the child lacks zeal to go to school, sometimes the child that cries and says, I don't want to go to school this morning. Or at the mention of school, you notice a change in the countenance of such a child. Parents, they take note of this. Yes. Sometimes it's changes in their sleeping pattern. Sometimes it's refusal to talk, you know. Sometimes, you know, they come home with different bruises and they can't explain why they, they are bruised, you know. Because they've been threatened yeah. not to talk, otherwise they will have more the following day. So thank you very much. Our, our time is, uh, we're really behind time. We want you to quickly tell us, because um, there must be solution to the problem. But before the solution, there must be some effects that bullying have on the victim. So uh, in one, one minute, Please tell us some of the effects and run through some suggested solutions that could curb this menace in our society. All right, one effect of bullying is loneliness. You see a child going lonely, he doesn't feel like anything is happening or anyone cares about him or her. The second one is depression. It becomes a constant thought in the mind of the child, especially when the child has to go to school. Then you have to draw the child suddenly stays or confines him or herself within a particular spot in the house, maybe his or her room, you know, and the child doesn't want to interact with people anymore. There's anxiety, there's no self-esteem. The child suddenly begins to lack confidence in him or herself. And sometimes it can lead to strength and wisdom because at some point a child might have the strength and courage to stand up for himself and basically you know, find ways of, you know, outwitting a bully to make such bullying thoughts. Thank you very much. Please, solution. The first thing is that it goes beyond this, beyond actions from school administration alone. Parents also should get involved. And firstly, I would say charity begins at home. The use of geographic statements on child or on a or on children rather should be watched. Don't maltreat a child at home. 
and the child should not be exposed to, to violence at home. And then when the child, when the parent also talk badly about other people, it becomes a normal thing for the child. So all this should be worked. Secondly, we should learn the warning signs, like I said. So when you notice these warning signs, the next thing for us to do is to take note and report bullying incidents. When you report bullying incidents, then it can be forestalled from happening again in the future. So these are three things we can do. But most importantly, victims of bullying should not keep quiet and not keep it to themselves. Speak up and speak up. Thank you very much, Owolabi Oruashebu. Indeed, parents and teachers should start teaching kindness and empathy from the earliest ages. And I also think it's important to identify gateway behaviors early enough and to resist such gateway behaviors. What do I mean by gateway behaviors? They include eye rolling. A lot of girls are very good in that. When they start rolling their eyes or prolonged staring or back turning, you're, you're talking to your child and your child turns his or her back against you. This is a gateway behavior. Sometimes it could also come in form of cruel laughing. You know, among your children, one or two develops this habit of cruelly laughing at others to the point of causing embarrassment or even crying on the part of others or even encouraging others to laugh cruelly and sarcastically against other children. It could also come, these gateway behaviors could also come in the form of causing physical among so many other things. Now, while this behavior may not be classified as bullying, putting interventions in place now could mitigate the likelihood of them growing into something problematic. And if we can stop kids here as parents, as school administrators, then we're going a long way to stopping the problem we look forward to having you on the program some of the time. And not forgetting my producer, Dr. Wanting, thank you for all you're doing behind the scenes. You want to produce the best. Lifetime. It has been a wonderful production from Blue Radio Online Studio, and I was glad to be part of it. A big thank you to the crew in the studio, and also our international director and producer, Jim Devine, all the way in Scotland. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back again, same time on Sunday. Remember, it's 3.30 p.m. Every Sunday, you will hear all the good tips and hints from Betsy White and Councillor Willaby. Thank you very much and goodbye. We pray for a good result for Nigeria's post-election. Thank you all and take care of yourself. We'll meet you again same time on Sunday. And for me and the rest of us here and crew, it's have a beautiful, beautiful Beautiful Sunday. Goodbye.